Yeah, I've been banging the Kendrick a little bit. You know, I also still play the Chronic all the time. You know, that's my that's my album right there. So, uh, uh, 2001 or the original? Original Joy, man, my sure. first hip hop album. True. true. Sneak in my uncle's room and listen to it. So, 2001, yeah. a classic too, though. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place, rapid fire, hip hop discussion, and of course, great beer. I am Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child. Thank y'all for checking out our last episode. If you have not checked that episode out, man, we kind of switched it up a bit, did something fun, went head to head with uh, two of Michael Jackson's uh, best albums, considered by most, uh, Thriller and uh, Off the Wall. We kind of critiqued which one we thought was better and whatnot so check out episode 253 if you haven't uh first time listeners first time watchers make sure you subscribe please 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 we appreciate uh all the support that, that we receive uh a lot of faces on the screen if you're listening to this out there in this uh podcast world we got some guests here i'm gonna let come on what are we doing today what are we talking about man what's happening well before we get into the show we got um uh well well this is the show actually we are today <laughs> talking to the good fellas of Black Calder Brewing and Mike Gemma from Haymarket Beer Company. Um, uh, Black Calder, we got Terry and Jamal. Uh, introduce yourself, gentlemen. You, all, you, I, I want you all to introduce yourselves and get us going. I don't want to uh, mess up anybody's name or position and all of that good stuff. So tell us. Let's start with Jamal. Tell us um, what do you do over at Black Calder? brewing and what's your you know tell us about yourself go ahead yeah i'm jamal ewing uh i'm kind of the operations guy at black calder uh originally from lansing but been in grand rapids for a number of years and i met terry about five years ago and got to talking about how cool it would be to start our own brewery and you know we ended up kind of where we are right on right on and terry what do you do over at block calder yeah man i'm terry rossick i'm a gr native through and through um shout out to the gun group and I make dope beer for dope people. I'm the CEO of Black Calder Brewing Company. So, Mike, thank you. Thank you, fellas. Mike is back again. You know, he's alumni at this point. This is a family, you know what I'm saying, over at uh, Haymarket. Uh, they just had an event. They've been having a, a, a weekly event uh, Sundays uh, with the Fly Nerd Group. If you are in the Chicagoland area, go ahead yeah. and go down to, uh, what's the address, Mike? Yeah, we're at uh, 737 West Randolph in the West Loop neighborhood of Chicago. So, right yeah, on, right on. Thanks for having me on again, guys. It's fun right to make friends this time. Absolutely <laughs> more friends. So we're going to talk about, they got a uh, just one beer, or is it? Yeah, this will be the, the feature, the highlight, gotcha. the latest and greatest. Right on. So we'll be talking about their collaboration there just another day just another day um let's get into it we could really get into it i'm gonna go ahead and crack this open um but first off i had a question about i had a question about the can before we even started i had a question about the can i see that that's uh that's terry and jamal in the front seat of the car right <laughs> right yeah. now who is in the back seat so my man Laron is in the back seat. Um, he is the artist, right? He's out of Vegas. Um, so he's a cold artist. He did the label. And then my guy um, behind Jamal in the back seat is Mark. Mark is the head brewer over at Haymarket. 
you know, cool cat. So we all kind of collaborated together on this recipe. And uh, so I thought it'd be dope to throw us in there. There's a hidden person in there. You know, Mike Gemma is also on that label. He's back there uh, playing dominoes, about to get boned on real quick. <laughs> I was wondering if that was Mike. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Do okay. a little good game of bones. Right on, right on. Let me ask. Um, I see. Uh, th- is there anything significant about this neighborhood or about the houses for any reason? Just checking. Yeah, no, that's a great question, bro. So, yeah, the house, that's the main feature, the two-story house right there, the green and white house. So that's the house I grew up in. That's my granny's house, you know, mm-hmm. right in the smack dab of the hood in Grand Rapids. So I wanted to pay um, homage to that. You know, there's also a lot of little hidden nuggets on there. Um, we're good at throwing hidden nuggets on our, our labels, right? You'll see two kids playing uh, catch with a balloon. But if you look deeper on the balloon, you'll see a bullet on the balloon, right? And the bullet's yeah. face towards the little black boy. So, you know, it kind of shows, like, you know, we're targets at very young ages and things like that. Mm. You know, our beers and things like that spark the conversation. Um, you know, so you'll see a lot of little hidden fun stuff in there like that. So, hey, Market. Well, first of all, before we even get into the collaboration, um, how did Black Calder, for those that don't know who you all are, um, what you all do, you all are out of the uh, what city in Michigan? Grand Rapids, second biggest city in Michigan outside of Detroit. So about two hours from Detroit. And so why, what, 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 why, why start a brewery? Why start a brewery? What, what brought you all to? You know what? We should, we should, we should do this. We could do this. Yeah, you know that's a that's a great question. I'll let Jamal jump in too, as I say what my piece is. But sometimes we ask ourselves every damn day, why did we start a brewery, right? Especially when uh <laughs> when you production and trying to get shit up and going. And th- I'm sorry, can I cuss on this? My bad. Yeah, I'm trying absolutely. to disrespect nobody. Okay, you know sometimes I let them fly, but. You know, I looked around in the industry. So Grand Rapids, Michigan is known as Beer City USA, right? It's been voted by that by US Today. We got like 80 breweries within our city. Um, Some of the biggest breweries in the world come straight out of Grand Rapids. You got places like Founders. Bell's is pretty much West Michigan. Um, You know, some of the largest breweries out there. And uh, I would go to these breweries and I wouldn't see anybody who looked like us. You know, the atmosphere wasn't like us. Um, they couldn't speak to our culture. But what I did realize is it was some great liquid, right? It's great beer. Beer is super flavorful. Like, you know, I grew up making Kool-Aid. I always tell people that's how I got into beers. By I used to make some dope ass Kool-Aid flavors, right? So now I'm like, yo, why can't I make some dope beer flavors? And so I got Mr. Beer Kit and started playing around with it. And I was like, oh, I think I could do this. And, you know, I think the timing was right. I had met Jamal, you know, me and Jamal didn't grow up together. Like he said, he's from Lansing. I am pure Grand Rapids, you know, from the head to the toe. And uh, we met one day at an event. Neither one of us was in the beer industry. Neither one Mm. of us even in the same type of industry. We were actually trying to help minority subcontractors get jobs, right? You know, our whole goals and missions in life has always been to try to help people who look like us and do things for folks who look like us that include us. And so, you know, it was really natural that we kind of gravitated towards each other. Um, I'll never forget, I met Jamal at this meeting. Um, we're literally trying to help carpenters and people get into jobs. He's helping with job descriptions. I work for a large construction company. I'm trying to get them paid. 
And I just walked over to do it after he was talking about what he do for business plans. I was like, yo, you want to start a brewery? Didn't know him. I, I mean, barely remembered his name, but it was like, he looked at me like I was crazy as hell. And he was like, yo, man, why you ask me that? You know, so at first I thought I might have to square up with him. Yeah, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we, uh, he was like, yeah, I do. And, you know, we went on, a, you know, had a couple meetings and, you know, we said, oh, let's try to figure this out. And we've been banging ever since trying to get this thing going. So I don't know, Jamal, you can hop in on that one too. Yeah, I mean, that pretty much sums it up. I mean, I've been a fan of craft beer for a number of years and, you know, meeting Terry and get to talking about beer and just how cool it would be to start our own and realizing that there wasn't really a presence for uh, for Black people in beer uh, in Grand Rapids and really Michigan um, in general. So uh, just taking that as kind of motivation to get something started on our own. And um, how many years have y'all been rocking now? In about five years yeah 2017 and so um okay and so we come up to um today or this this time where there's a uh well first we went through uh y'all you all started a few years before the pandemic right so how did with a, a new brand a new company how did um the pandemic affect you all's operation at all so when i say five years uh, we met in 2017 and been planning it for five years we actually started in the midst of the pandemic in 2020 i'll let terry go into that a little bit yeah man so jamal and i were trying you know we won a we won a little local um award called from start garden they gave us like 20k to keep trying to push our dream forward you know we went into this pitch competition um, you know, so that was very helpful for us. We went through a few name identity crises, right? We started off as like King's Brewing Company. Then somebody sent us a stop and decease. Then we started off as Boston Square, which is a neighborhood right in the middle of Grand Rapids. That was like a heavily African-American populated part of our city. And then uh, we got a stop and decease from a very large liquor brand who owned the word Boston, um, which was insane. Um, though we didn't have any crossover. So, you know, it took us a minute to get to the name Black Calder, but it felt right, right? The name Calder, you know, Grand Rapids could be known as Calder City. We have an Alexander Calder statue in the middle of it. And so, you know, we're like, you know, we Black, Calder represents Grand Rapids. We could take this anywhere. Um, and so we came up with Black Calder. Uh, we were looking for buildings and spaces. Grand Rapids has got super gentrified in a lot of areas that we want to get into you know you got large construction companies that own a lot of the property or pretty wealthy well-off families that have a lot of property and we just could not get any traction and so here it was 2020 we decided yo we're just gonna make this happen and so we figured out how to launch our brand during the midst of the pandemic it was november 2020 we launched our first um beer actually on black friday you know, we launched it. The Blackest Friday is what we called it. And we dropped our IPA. Um, our IPA was pretty cold work. We put the uh, Death Row vibe cover as our uh, first oh, label, yeah. you know, because we pay attention to hip hop and we wanted to come out like Death Row. You know, the one where Suge was like this and Snoop and Dre and Pac was all on there. So we put hops on their heads and, you know, we went after it. You know, that has been our mentality since we got in. So we started kind of contract brewing with some local breweries to help at least get our brand out and it's kind of blown up and taken off from there. So right on. And what year was that? That was 2020. So oh, yeah. November, yeah. 20, 2020, like I said, people were shut down. Whitmer had us all locked up and 
you know, folks couldn't touch each other because we thought we was going to die from COVID. But, right, right, you know, right. we was like, yo, we got to get this dream out. You know, it was by any means necessary, right? You know, we was with that Malcolm with the AK. Like, we not losing. We going forward. I don't give a shit what this looks like. We going to get it out there. And we're going to fail or succeed by the end of this year. And we, uh, we succeed. So that's what's up. Um, so just another day, um, Mike, can you talk a little bit about how this collaboration, uh, came together? Yeah, I actually met these guys or was introduced to them from a friend of ours, uh, you guys know him, Sam Ross. Yeah. The bar. Goose juicy J. Right, right, right. I call him the Juicy <laughs> J of the, of the brew industry. Yeah. So I got right, to, right. Got to meet Terry first when he came into town uh, here in Chicago and brewed with uh, with Sam over at Goose Island. They got a, a really fun collaboration that went into some some bourbon barrels, uh, Blanton's Barrel, I believe, right? Yeah, so that's going to be a fun one coming out later this year, I think. And then uh, basically got to, to chatting with him and loved what Black Calder was about and just the excitement of that new operation. And, I mean, we had just been – we had just wrapped our residency program, too, at the Brew Pub with all of the Black-owned brewery, brewing entities here mm -hmm. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And uh, – it was such a success. And honestly, to me, I saw an opportunity to help support and carry that mission outside of the, the city of Chicago, being that Haymarket is also a Michigan brewery as well. And seeing that in Michigan, there's a lot more work to be done as well for representation mm -hmm. in the brewing industry. So it kind of became a good fit. You know, Terry and I got off uh, on a decent foot and liked each other for a bit, got to meet Jamal, and uh, we started talking about what working together might look like. And they actually, uh, I had heard of it before, but we brewed this beer specifically for an event that they introduced me to. Uh, it's called Barrel and Flow Festival down in Pittsburgh. And uh, used to be Fresh Fest. So we're gonna be heading down there. This was brewed specifically for Barrel and Flow and gonna have some fun on August 13th down there. Um, I'm, I'm happy you mentioned, uh, barrel and flow and just looking at the can that's on the can. As a matter of fact, the barrel yeah. and flow logo is on the can. Um, can I ask about another logo on here? The dope beer logo. Mm -hmm. Um, is that, uh, what's the significance of that? Is that separate from black Calder? What is, what exactly, is, or is that just because it's a dope beer? Yeah, that's a good question. So our logo is in the middle of the O on that joint. So our motto was very simple. When Jamal and I came into the industry, we wanted to make dope beer for dope people. So you'll see a lot of our tagline, dope beer, because no dope in it, but it's dope as fuck is what we look at, right? So we always wanted to make dope beer. And so that's resonated a lot. We sold a lot of dope beer hats, a lot of dope beer t-shirts. I'm sure the dope beer, the dope brand will sue us eventually. But until then, you know, we don't need dope ass beer. <laughs> the way it is so right on right on right on um so you all decided how did you all decide on a india pale lager how was that decided on what 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 ideas were coming about when you all wanted to put this collaboration together 
I think it just started with kind of a conversation of what we wanted to end up drinking, you know, at the height of summer. It was mm. nice and hot outside. We, I mean, we threw out a bunch of different ideas. I think one of them was a, a shandy. Uh, yeah, I think this ended up being a really fun one. They, you guys, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, had not done a lager yet. And this we was a black lager. Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. Um, but just a, a fun, interesting twist. You know, the India Pale Lager, that hoppy lager, uh, is a really fun and exciting style right now. And we decided to hop this one up with Amarillo and Citra hops. So it's got that bright citrus aroma, just crisp and clean, easy drinker at 5%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, I mean, you guys tell them the good news, too, about the accolade. Oh, yeah, this joint just won a gold medal, baby. We the 92 Dream Team. We got a medal and everything now. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it was really fun. You know, Jamal and everybody, we wanted to come together and make like a summer sipper. That's what Jamal always calls it. He's like, yeah, man, I just want a little summer sipper. And to me, like a 17% style is a summer sip. I sip whatever. Like, you know, if it's summer, <laughs> I'm sipping. But we wanted something that was light, smooth. You know, you could have, you know, playing a pickup basketball game and go crush one and still get back up on the court. I mean, we wanted to make something that was smooth, light and crisp. Uh, we made a black lager, but we've never went the traditional lager route and things like that. And Haymarket makes some great, great beers. So we were able to really learn um, from Mark and uh, just the Haymarket team about how they go through their process. So this has been a great, great experience all the way around. And we won some gold on it. So what so this this particular beer here won what what um what did it win or what um where did it win an award? Like what's the specific award that it won? What entity yeah. all that? The, the competition was the Indiana Brewers Cup. They host it every year at their uh, um, state fair, I believe. And uh, the category it won was specialty or uh, mixed style beer. And the India Pale Lager, that hybrid of an IPA with the hop bill, and then that lager yeast, keeping it nice and crisp and, and sessionable. Yeah. So pretty big honor. That's pretty awesome. That uh, that's kind pretty of big. Case. Yeah, congrats for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. I got one more question, just for the people who check out the show, who are you know the aficionados, the beard nerds and whatnot. I, I I saw Sam this weekend at Haymarket, Mike, and he was, oh, he, was he was trying to break down exactly what an IPL India Pale Lager is. What what's the specifics of it? What the combination of the two? Obviously, it features you know things from a lager, things from an IPA. What how does that come together? What makes it India Pale Lager? So India Pale Lager, India, uh, referring to a lot of the usage of hops, like it's heavily hopped throughout this thing. Um, you know, additions in Whirlpool, but then also dry hopping. And it really packs that punch just like an IPA would, a traditional IPA. But then you use lager yeast. So it's cold fermented, longer period of time that it takes to to do its thing in the tank, um, which kind of yields that really clean, crisp uh, finish to the end of it. So gotcha. kind of the, the finishing body of uh, what you would think like a Pilsner would be or uh, any light lager and then a uh, ton of hops in between. 
Got you. Okay. Yeah. Now, you think, know, look, uh, look at it like Drake, right? You know, Drake will go hard on the rap, and then all of a sudden he can just go sing. So you're getting a combination, <laughs> the best of both worlds. He can go I hard, like and then all of a sudden get right into the course. In the hook. I like it. I like that. I like that. Okay. <laughs> so um, I think somebody said this before, but who came up with the recipe? Who came up with the recipe for this? Who, or was it, was it, Someone out of the brewer out in, uh, at Haymarket in Michigan? Yeah, Mark and, and Terry and Jamal kind of talked through that entire recipe. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. uh, I know that Mark has a huge passion and a very amazing talent uh, with German lagers. So his, uh, his knowledge of those yeast strains and kind of that process of lagering um, is just tremendous. So... I know he loves the traditional styles, but enjoys exploring new styles and trying to figure out, you know, how to implement those traditional processes while uh, exploring something fun and kind of outside the box. So, okay. Um, go ahead, Ot. You got okay. Yeah. So, so just you know, kind of taking it back some to you know, um, somewhat of the beginning. I got uh, in tune with you all from I was seeing people like Afro Beer Chick talk about you guys. Shout out Shalanda, um, obviously Sam. Uh, when we when the Uncommon joint came out last year, Kamal uh, Jay Westbrook actually did his interview for that um, promotion. He was with you know our esteemed guest here. You know, so um, oh oh wow yeah yeah I, I've seen some of you guys beers. Um, you guys have a dope emphasis on. The one that I I think and I hopefully I'm get this wrong. It was like a uh, IPA for Pelican Bay something like I think. Oh, yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, Basketball and Pelican Bay IPA. Yeah yes, and then you guys had another one. The um, it was like a a a, a juice one. I think. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, we so, incorporate a lot of hip hop into what we do, right? And you know, it's just, just I mean, we do more than just hip hop. We did a um. A porter, and we talked about you know the, the porters from um, Chicago. Pullman Porter, oh, Pullman Porter, yeah, the Pullman Porters, yeah, we did yeah. that. But you know, hip hop's always been hip hop movie classic scenes have been huge. Even the name, just another day. We were um, actually doing a break, doing the whirlpool, and the boil, and all the things that we were doing, and uh, we went in the Haymarket, and we were having a few drinks because that's what you do when you brew. You know, you have a couple drinks. And they have an old record player over there. And I don't know if most people know that. And it's pretty dope. And they actually had the Chronic album uh, on record. And I was like, yo, does this work? And they got some cat out the kitchen because Mark didn't know what he was doing. So he had some (laughs) cat out the kitchen. And uh, he got it going. And we just sitting there vibing. And then Dre came on so hard on Let Me Ride. He was like, just another motherfucking day for Dre. And I was like, that's the name of the beer. Okay, but then then Mike Jimma stepped in. He said, "You can't say motherfucker on the can." So we went with just another day. But <laughs> Mike, um, good job. That that was honestly, you know, it's just that moment was just like, yo, this is it. It felt great. So that's fire. Because I was gonna ask, you know, where the name came from and whatnot. Uh, so I mean, there we got it right there. Um, so you have the can, we have the name and whatnot. This on the can. Um, something that we kind of asked. So. I'll ask this question as well. Right now, you guys don't have, or do you have an official brick and mortar? Not yet. 
Okay. Still, still searching. Okay. Hopefully soon. So that is an aspiration. You guys are wanting to take it that route, have an official, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yes, sir. We've been grinding for that for a minute, trying to find the right spot. And one of our biggest things, we could have probably been had a spot by now, um, but we want to be authentic where we set up, right? You know, we could have went into our downtown. We could have went into the suburbs, but I want to be in the city, in the hood, making a change, right? You know, I grew up with, you know, winos, all kind of folks. I mean, we, you know, if you know what the hood life is like, if you've been in the hood or seen the hood, you, you know what's out there. I want to use our brewery to change the neighborhood, buy back the block, you know, get on that Rick Ross, invest back in our neighborhoods. You know, that's been huge for us. So, you know, that's kind of slowed down our process because, you know, we want to do it authentically. We want to get in the right spot and make that impact. You know, so we've been fighting a lot of those things, like I said, gentrification and things like that. But we're very close to finding a good spot that's going to work for us. That's going to be right in the hood. That's going to do that community transformation that we're trying to do. Got you. OK. Uh, um, Let me ask real quick. Um, So on our last episode, I'm going to break off. I'm going a, I'm to a veer off a little bit from the beer. But you know, on our last episode, we had a conversation about uh, what's better, uh, Thriller, Michael Jackson's Thriller, or Off the Wall. I don't know if you all are um, privy to these two albums. I know you know, you know, Thriller has uh, uh, Thriller, it has Beat It, Billie Jean, you know, Human Nature, these major ultra big songs. Um, Off the Wall has... Uh, uh rock with you uh working day and night um girlfriend i don't know if that's a a, a popular song <laughs> but let me ask i just want to ask real quick before you're we trying to start you something you trying to you trying to you trying to <laughs> look, start look, something you funny you funny because i got thriller, thriller Go. got want to be starting some also see see you trying to edge out off i am <laughs> but Go ahead. What do y'all think, man? What do y'all think? You may not have heard it in a, heard them in a while. Obviously, we listened to both albums to prep for that show. But what do you all think, man? Um, Michael Jackson, the king of pop, um, off the wall, which is better, off the wall or thriller? What does Haymarket and, <laughs> and, and Black Calder say <laughs> about this? This uh uh how how this is decades these been out for decades at this point this yeah. decades long debate what do you all say? Well, I'll let Michael Terry go first. <laughs> all right, so I'm gonna roll with Thriller and let me tell you why. True, right? True. I mean, off the wall was cold because it had don't stop ticket and jump. But let me tell you, anytime you got a cat. Laying in that that come get me pose on the album. <laughs> I mean, Teddy P. We know we know what it's like. I mean, hell, I might put myself on a can laying up in that pose right Do there. It. You know that that shit was that was where it was at. That's like come on and get it. Leg kind of cocked, laying to the side, looking in the camera. You know, <laughs> that's to me. I mean, want to be starting some? I mean, that was like the anthem. Like you know, what what you about? You know, that's knuck if you buck back in this so <laughs> i like that that's funny that's funny and, and beat it i mean damn beat it was straight up a fight song 
you know, right. he walking through the garage with knives and shit. I mean, that was that was that was Black Mike. He wasn't playing around. <laughs> Jerry Carroll and all. So shit, I'm going with him. I mean, I know off the wall you had that big ass pro. This Jerry Carroll Mike. Jerry Carroll Mike was something else. I'm just rolling with you on that. <laughs> if you too dare, if you want to have any feedback, go ahead. <laughs> so I just had to. I've listened to both albums recently. Um, but I had to pull up the track list on both of them. Listening to them, I don't know if I can put one over the other listening to them. But, but my two favorite <laughs> Michael Jackson songs are Human Nature and PYT. So I got to go with Thriller on just Thriller just got some bangers. Banger. That's true. Just based oh, off the songs. Man. Hold on, I don't want to. I don't want to crash your interview with Cap, bro. When you listen, to, you ain't listening to two albums lately. Cap, <laughs> what else you gonna do on the drive to Virginia? Cap. But listen, Cap. To Jackson. I listen to like eight Michael Jackson albums, man. <laughs> Mike, if you dare, man, I don't know when last time. Man, personally, I'm a I lean Thriller, but we do have both albums on vinyl at this at the shop so i'm gonna have to go back and check out which one's been worn down more okay played more just to get the consensus for a a true all-encompassing haymarket vote but personally i lean thriller okay true but like i said right. neither one neither one are you gonna skip a song it's they they no. both you can run them straight through both of them mm. Mm. um well another music question before we get you guys out of here something i like to ask uh brewers brewers um you know it's it's uh i don't know what the term is called it, it's uh brewing day right mm -hmm. and you know you got to get through the day you know what i'm saying long hard work of uh you know getting all of everything you got to get done done what's what's your go-to i mean you can talk about genre you can talk about album like what are you listening to on brew day what y'all what y'all what y'all banging out with well besides the chronic yeah, Mike, Mike, you too, man. Whatever, if, if whoever want to ask first, man, I'm, I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna kick that to y'all. So I, I actually, I don't, I don't brew. They, I leave that to the professionals. Um, but when I'm listening in on on what they've tuned into, it's kind of all over the board. It's kind of hilarious. Like when when Pete's in the the brew house and in, in the Chicago brew pub, he's got Hootie and the Blowfish going. Uh, but then you got Mark probably listening to uh rage against the machine or uh nine inch nails uh, but then on a canning day you walk in there and we we turn it over to our guys aaron or whomever you know we don't we don't listen to music a ton on canning days but when it's going or when they're they got their earbuds in uh it, it leans a little bit more uh the rock and roll side Word our, turn up. okay black call yeah. what, what y'all doing man Yes, I think our first beer we was on Ghostface and Wu Tang. Mm -hmm. We did our first one. We did a lot of, you know, Pretty Tony or uh, Supreme Clientele. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Jamal and I go back and forth. He knows Ghostface is the greatest Wu Tang member of all time. But, no argument. Um, You're going to go see him. Too, right? <laughs> <laughs> And then Tupac, you know, we did one to All Eyes on Me. You know, like Pac gets me, gets me going. You know, ambitions of a rider. You know, we'll get that rolling and some I of that, and we, we be going. Yeah, I mean, pouring hops into that, bro. That that don't get you hyped. I don't know what. <laughs> okay, that's what's up. You going to see him soon, right? Yeah, Wu Tang is going to be in uh, Michigan. 
Yeah, yeah I want to bring them boys some beer, man. I wish I could get in touch with them. Um, I, I, I'm trying to get them, trying to get out there, man. We love a lot of Wu Tang. All Wu Tang Nas, yeah. if you're listening, we got beer for you. Ooh, that, that, that'll happen. That that can happen. That can happen. I think Ghost got a beer. I think he worked with somebody. He got a beer. I think. I think he got like a hard coffee or yeah, something, coffee. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We had reached out to Ghost um, on IG, and he had hit us back, and then he didn't hit us back again. But I was like, "Yo, Ghost, you know, I get excited and shit, especially when they like hit me back. Like yeah, Rose, yeah. like one of our pitches. You know, I told them all, I was like, "Yo." We about to make a turnpike IPA. <laughs> we about to be with Ro. Because he liked one of our videos and shit. And then, you know, I didn't hear back from him yet, but I'm still trying to get in. I keep, like, hitting him up like, yo, Jose, we, we ready for you. But, yeah, Ghost had hit us back. And I was like, yo, man, we want to do a beer. He's like, yo, I'm not really in the beer, man. Congrats, Young Kings. I sent him some articles. And he was like, but uh, what's that budget look like? And I was like, Yo, Ghost, we love you, man, but you know, we ain't really no big budget in this. And you know, <laughs> we give you free beer. <laughs> yeah, we got we got cases for you, son. Like you know, right, right, <laughs> right. Anything else, Kamal? What you got? Um, man, what's um, what's next? What's next for Black Calder, man? What's next? You all have your line of you all have your line of beers. Um, Barrel and Flow is coming up, so. Just another day would be popping at uh barrel and flow. But before I do, before we talk about what is next, um, this beer is canned. Where is this beer available right now? Where is yes. this beer available? Just another day, India so, Pale Lager. It's available at retailers in Grand Rapids, Chicago, Lansing, Detroit. Uh, for right now. Right on, right on. Make sure you uh check your local. What stores are we are we talking stores? What stores are we in? Oh, I don't have the total. I don't list. know if yeah, I, you I got the list. In, uh, in the Grand Rapids area, you can do Horrocks, uh, Lansing as well. Horrocks um, did an awesome event last week at uh, the Horrocks in um, in Grand Rapids, and they sold out of six cases and a pretty nice. pretty sure half barrel by. Uh, by the end of that event, it was great. So they re-upped on that. Um, a few of the Meyer stores around Grand Rapids are going to be carrying it as well. And uh, a handful of bars and restaurants. GR Noir being one of them. Here in Chicago, we've got uh, Bitter Pops, which is an awesome independent uh, craft bottle shop. Uh, I'll be hanging out there this Friday night if anyone's around. Uh, buy beer and we can talk a little bit more about the project and everything like that. Um, but this batch was smaller than most, so it's really not going to last too long. So we actually decided that we were going to run another batch back and double the size. So if you I don't like get it. some this time around, everybody, don't fret. We got some more coming for you. I like that. We're good. And we could be in our first arena. We're gonna be our stadium, I should say. We're gonna be in our minor league baseball stadium yeah. in Grand Rapids. Um for the, they're doing a Negro League um tribute part of MLB. So, you know, hopefully we can get into some more stadiums, you know, maybe into the palace or not even a palace no more. Look, that's how old I am. I'm an old piston cat, like the eighties knock you down pistons. Though you see MJ in the back, you know, I got much love for the Bulls in Chicago. You know, okay, cool, cool. for that time, you know. 
Um, but yeah, we want to get into some more stadiums, arenas. Like you know, we coming for it all. Yo, much continued success, fellas. Man, that's dope that you all started in the midst of a pandemic. Um, you all already have a collaboration um, with Haymarket. Uh, it's more to come. Man, that's dope. I love it. I love it. I love. Man, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. You know, I I do have one more. One more of these, and I'm feeling like you know what? I might go ahead and just pop open another one. Um, yeah. it is yeah. pretty crushable, pretty it's pretty smooth, it's pretty smooth for sure. For I sure. wanted some more hip hop questions. I was ready to argue with Jamal on live. <laughs> oh snap. See, we should have we should have prepped for a whole see Kamal. Yeah, we got <laughs> we gotta get y'all back on. We'll get some for some, sure. some hip hop specific yeah. topics well i mean i know both of you are you know i know before we started recording you all mentioned um the lupe joint or what you all have been listening to lately um there was some run the jewels happening um uh lupe uh the new one from lupe kendrick um do we have a uh best album of the year so far do we do 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 we have that yet, or maybe um, maybe it's too soon to call? I don't know. I don't know. Do do we maybe maybe honestly never mind from Drake is the best of the year, perhaps maybe. <laughs> they, you know, I, I love Jimmy Cook, so I can get down on that one. Oh. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm gonna have to go with Kendrick right now. I mean, yeah. that, that album. I mean, we going yeah. this right now. I mean, that that shit was like a movie. I mean, you yeah. could just listen and you could close your eyes and you there. Like, I mean, that that's how I felt on that one. I'm like, damn, like I'm seeing the most in picture in my head when he's rapping. And that, to me, that's what I want people to see when they see our labels and drink our beer. They get the most in picture in their head like, oh, yeah, just another day. And they sipping and like, damn, sitting on my grandma's porch or rolling down the street in my six foot, whatever just another day means to you sitting on your damn boat. And your dockers, whatever, whatever just another day is for you. You know, I want every sip to get you kind of that motion pitch in your head. And that's what I felt like that Kendrick album did. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Okay. Kendrick, Kendrick, y'all agree? Kendrick? I, I agree with the album of the year being Kendrick so far, for sure. Now, if that King's Disease 3 comes out later this year, then he might have some, some pretty big competition. <laughs> I don't know what he is on the screen, but that's my man's right now. Uh, yeah, I'm rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're waiting for that one. Big Nas over here. Big Nas fan over here. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we love Nas, too. I think that's one person we agree on the most out of all of our hip-hop is Nas, for sure. Mm. So, what, what, um, so when you all do do your work, you know, when you brewing and whatnot, wait, let me ask this. Let me ask this. When you all first started the home brewing action, who was the home brewer? Who was, who was brewing? Both of us, really. Yeah. Oh, okay. Both okay. Okay. And so, not together, separate, solo. We didn't know each other. Terry's been brewing a little bit longer than I have, but, um, yeah, we both, we both have home brewed. Wow. Okay. And so, um, what were some of your first, um types of beer you made the first one that i made was our our black ipa that we came out with okay um and then after that a mango pale ale um and a few other uh, german style beers okay so yeah. you all 
So you all are familiar with the uh, with the brewing process yeah. all around. Oh right. yeah, we we deep in it. We don't typically just show up and take a photo and bounce out. I mean, we pouring the hops in there. We you know we're part of the recipe. Like you know this is this is what we do. You know I think it's going to be to a point where this is the fun part, getting in the grind and figuring out the recipe and how to do it right. And it, when I started off, man, I made some terrible ass beers. I ain't gonna hold you up. I mean. I remember I tried to barrel age a beer <laughs> <laughs> out of a Mr. Beer kit. <laughs> I thought just putting in a few teaspoons of bourbon in that bitch was going to make it all right. <laughs> so, yeah, man, you know, a lot of trials and tribulations, but it's been fun over these decades or so doing this. So. Wonderful. Hey, man, that's how it is in the beginning, but that's a beautiful thing, man. Y'all, look at this, man. Fire. This is fire, man. Appreciate it. But yeah, uh, OT. I'm good, man. Beers and bars. We appreciate y'all for coming on. Y'all make sure y'all check the beer out wherever. If you're in Michigan, get with Black Calder. Find out where it's at. Obviously, Mike, y'all still got a couple cans over at Haymarket if you're in Chicago. Yes, we do. All right, man. That's what it is. We'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you.